Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, the number one ranked entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, and those aspiring to be so. The aim of this show is to showcase the world's most inspiring and interesting people who've decided to screw it, just do it. We offer 20% inspiration and 80% education, giving you the tools and advice to start, grow, and scale a successful business. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, podcast agency owner with a number one podcast and startup advisor to global startup generator and early stage VC, Antler. Each week, I release two episodes, a Q&A every Wednesday with one of the world's most inspiring figures, plus a solo episode every Saturday where I cover the challenges that all of us are facing as entrepreneurs. So welcome to episode number 192 of Screw It, Just Do It. I'm Alex Chisnell, and I hope that you are enjoying this festive period and are looking forward to Christmas and are looking forward to an awesome year ahead in 2020. So something I do every year and something which I want to share with you, I think last year was the first year that I did a podcast episode on this, um, is helping you create a roadmap for success in 2020. So my inspiration for this is back when I was in my health and fitness days, a chap called um, Todd Durkin, um, who's very well known health advisor, PT, inspirational, motivational speaker in this space. And every year um, he created this number of years ago. And I've been, I've been following it now for maybe five, six years and helps me massively um, in getting clear on my goals. But firstly, reviewing what's happened over the last year Um and then setting goals for the next year ahead. And it's proven beyond doubt that people who set goals um, and check those goals regularly to see um, how close they are to getting those goals um, are those who succeed far more than those who don't. Kind of a no-brainer, but it's a very small percentage um, of the population who actually do set goals and you know new year's resolutions are not the same thing so look i hope this is super helpful for you um i'm going to talk you through it beforehand so it's divided into 10 sections this is um an exercise that you should work on a little bit every day between now and the new year, even into the new year, if you're not planning on being back in work till something like January the 6th or 7th, when the kids go back in the UK, no, it's probably different all over the world. And some of us will be working throughout Christmas and New Year. Myself, I'm taking a well-earned break, if I do say so myself, taking at least two weeks off, um, possibly more. And all I'm going to do be doing is planning. Okay. All I'm going to be doing then is planning, reviewing the last year, seeing how I measured up to the goals that I'd set this time last year, um, what I achieved, what I didn't achieve, and what can I put in place um, to help me achieve my goals in 2020. So um, I do recommend 
stopping this, you know, sitting down with a pen and paper and just going through this. Um, if you want the hard copy, then just email alex at screwitjustdoit.org and I will give you my hard copy of this so you can sit down and go through it. It is a super, super helpful exercise. Uh, I recommend spending a couple of hours minimum um, over the next couple of weeks. Um, more if you can, the, the more depth you can give this, the more helpful it's going to be for you. You just, you know, work through it, write, edit, massage your answers, go back, change things a little bit. The deeper you go, um, the better it's going to be. But it will set you up um, for the action steps that you need to create massive success in 2020. Um, and what I want to emphasize is the key to the exercise is the depth and the quality of your answers. The deeper you get, the more time that you invest in planning your year now, the clearer your focus is going to be for the whole of 2020. So just trust the process. Um, as I say, 10 sections to it. Feel free to complete one section at a time and then take a break. There are no right or wrong answers. This is, this is you. This is what's between your ears, what's in your heart, what's in your head. Um, you know, be, you know, feel free to have a brain dump, to, to pause um, and come back to this. But just get your thoughts down on paper, basically. Um, this is designed to challenge you mentally and emotionally. Um, and the more clarity you will get the deeper you go into this. Um, you'll be able to outline your goals, um, get a really clear idea on what your vision looks like for 2020 and the action steps necessary to then plan to get to reach your goals and make that vision um, possible, okay? Um, you can print this out again. You can put this somewhere where you can see it. Um, where I fall down, you know, I'm not perfect with this at all, is that I do not review it often enough. Um, I put in to review it every weekend, uh, but I don't, that's not achievable. So maybe I need to look at doing it um, every month, um, at least every quarter to make sure that you're on track. But look, um, I wish you success um, in doing this. As I say, um, I will give you a heads up to pause. Um, but, you know, just hit the pause button yourself whilst you listen through this. And I, and I take it that some of you are going to be listening to this for the first time whilst you're um, doing what you do, whether that's commuting in the car, um, working out in the gym, taking the dog for a walk, um, doing the housework, whatever it might be. So you might not be in a position listening to this right now to sit down and um, actually write down your answers. But I do encourage you to go back. Um, this is a... a a relatively lengthy episode, um, but this will honestly set you up for success in uh, 2020. Um, my number one goal I put down in this document this time last year, and I achieved it. Um, was that an accident? I don't think so. Okay, so um, first thing, section one is reflection time. So looking back at 2019, okay, as 2019 draws to a close, um, it's all about starting with gratitude, okay? So who and what in your life are the most, are you most grateful for? And this can be who in your life, 
that you're most grateful to or what in your life are you most grateful for or or even you know what has happened to you over this past year that you are most grateful for okay so that is question one is gratitude okay writing down everybody and everything that you are grateful for there's a great place to close the year and a great place to start the next year Question two is what were your big five goals for the last year? Okay, what were your five goals? If you haven't done this exercise before, you didn't have any goals for 2019, um, then maybe just list down some of the things that you were you were you would like to have achieved. Okay, um, and then state which of those that you have achieved over the last year. Because that was question two. Question three, what are some of the other big things that you accomplished over the last year? So um, writing down what worked well for you, um, what did you celebrate, what successes did you have, what victories were there? Um, And you can divide this into two sections, if you like, uh, into business and also personal. And I always understand not everybody has a business at the moment. Some people are uh, listening to this, are working for somebody else, but still have ambitions to start their own business. So um, as I say, entirely up to you. But question three was listing down your successes over the last year. What worked well for you? Um, What successes, what victories, what celebrations have you had um, in your personal and business uh, life? Okay. Um, Question four. I really like this one. What are a few of the best practices over the last year that allowed you to achieve the successes that you had? Um, For example, what were you really disciplined about? What were you super focused on? What are some of the habits that you do that allow you to create that success? And what similar disciplines do you need to practice in 2020 to help you create success this year? Um, So for me, and I've done an episode on this before, um, for me, it's super helpful to have a morning routine. I'm trying to get into more of a habit with an evening routine. Um, And, you know, maybe it's helpful for me to give some examples here as well with some of the questions. Um, I know it's going to make it longer, but for example, um, I like to get up an hour, before I need to. Um, So I get up at six, I have my hot water with my lemon, um, that sets me up, purges my body, um, meant to be really good for you. Um, And I then do 10 minutes meditation, mindfulness. Um, I use the Daily Calm app, YouTube, really simple. I've used Headspace a number of times before. Um, I then do yoga and I started that halfway through this year. Those of you um, who listen to me doing my 75 hard challenge, that's where I picked up yoga. I do that to stretch, um, set me up for the day. Um, I then get my journal um, and I look at what I've put in there from the night before when I've reviewed my day and I've already planned my next day. So I'll have five actionable tasks in there that I need to achieve on any given day um, and one of them will be the one thing that I have to achieve, the one thing that will move me and my business forward. And then the evening, um, I'm looking to do, add 
to that is to review and plan, to review the day, um, write down three um, things that, uh, three wins for the day, um, three lessons learned, um, three things or people that I was great that I'm, I was grateful for that I am grateful for, um, and then putting in my five actionable tasks for the next day. So just to give you some examples, there there you go. And there are many other um, habits I think that um, that I had that I became disciplined about. But that's just to give you some examples moving forward for a lot of these questions. So that was question four. Some of your best practices. Conversely, of course, question five, um, what were some of your worst practices or, practices or habits that you developed or had that you need to get rid of? Okay, that's a big one, I know. What can you get rid of in 2020 that's holding you back? Um, uh, you know, is... There's a whole bunch of things there, you know, isn't there? You know, putting things off, um, being probably one, one of the biggest ones, um, procrastinating, uh, not maybe having a routine, uh, things that uh, aren't serving you that you need to get rid of, write them down, okay? Because then you can take action on them. Question six, if you could change one thing about 2019 in your life and or business, what would it be? And we're going to assume here that you can control this thing. Um, okay, so this is something that obviously probably didn't work out very well for you. But what's one thing that you could change about the past year? Okay. Um, question seven, what were some of your biggest failures of the past year? Okay, and this is a useful exercise in just expunging them, if that's a word, from your brain, from your body, from your being. Um, what are some of your biggest mistakes? Okay, so list them all out. Some of the things that you made mistakes, because you know, you know, once you've got this out of your system, you know that um, you're not going to make them again, okay? Because you're not. Um, question eight, what were your, some of the top lessons learned reinforced over the past year some of the lessons that you learned okay or were positively reinforced during during the last year for you question nine best book best book that you read over the last year um that is a tricky one for me because i read a lot um i reread the one thing um I, I, I love that book. I reread that. I read a whole bunch of different books this year. Um, I need to think more about that one myself. So I haven't done this exercise myself yet. I'm giving this to you now because I'm going to be working on it myself over the next couple of weeks. Um, question 10, which ends the first part. How have you changed the most over the last year? And maybe this is just one word or a sentence that epitomizes the last year for you, but how have you changed the most? Um, for me, I think it, well, without a shadow of a doubt, it was, it was, it was doing 75 hard, actually, probably for the first time ever, setting myself, you know, I've, I've set goals for the last few years, but actually achieving my number one goal, which, as you may or may not know by now, was to get a number one rated podcast on Apple, which we managed, I think, five times in the end, which was nuts. Um, but I think it was just the realisation that 
anything is achievable then. You know, the mindset I was in when I did 75 hard and which I am going to do again in January. So those of you, this is a set proposed, those of you who want to join me, then uh, make yourselves known. You know how to get hold of me by now. Um, but that's how I changed the most was by doing that, achieving my number one goal for the year. And, and realizing that anything's achievable. And that might sound a bit ridiculous because I tell my kids that anything's achievable and I tell myself that, but maybe I didn't even realize that it was because I hadn't achieved my number one goal before. Um, and I've achieved more this year than probably in the last five years combined. And I think there's no, no, there's simply no way that those things aren't connected. The fact that I did 75 hard um, and all of those things came to pass. So, and it was getting super clear, you know, taking me all this time in my life <laughs> to actually find the one thing that I love the most and I know can help so many other people. So I'm now sharing it with other people, which is, you know, it's come from the podcast, which is not just having my own podcast, but is now creating podcasts for other people, for helping other people have their own voice. Um, I think that's so powerful, but it's taken me all these years to get to this stage. But, you know, it's all part of the journey. Um, I don't regret anything. Um, probably change a few things, but... Anyway, I digress and I apologize for that, but that's a pretty powerful one. You know, um, how have you changed the most over the last year? Clearly, that wasn't one word for me. Uh, number two, question two, uh, section two. Okay, question, section two. Um, I look forward to 2020 and framing up your best year yet. What are your big five your biggest five goals for 2020. These are five things that you really want to accomplish both professionally and or personally, okay? So I'm not gonna give personal examples for everything because I will be here forever in a day and um, if you're writing this exercise down, um, you know, you might have way more than five things um, that you want to achieve, but narrow that down. Or maybe it's even difficult for you to think of five things. You know, start with start with one. You know, what is the biggest thing you want to achieve this year? Is it a personal thing? Um, is it a professional thing? You know, is it to do with your business? You want to hit a um, specific number of people that you want to help, specific number of customers? Is there a specific revenue goal that you want to hit? Is it more personal with regards to relationships? Um, is it to do with health and fitness goals that you want to, I don't know, run a marathon, do a tough mudder, um, lose a bunch of weight, whatever it might be. It's five things that you want to achieve over the next year, okay? And then you also need to answer the following questions to put context around that. Why do you want to achieve these five big goals, okay? Um, and how, it's really important to get the emotion down for these. So how are you going to feel when you accomplish them? What are your emotions going to be, okay? And for this, it can be, you know, a couple of words, it can be a couple of sentences, but you just need to close your eyes and, and feel what it's like as if you've already achieved these five things, okay? And, and, and think about the emotions that you're feeling as you're visualizing. This is why visualization is such a powerful thing and something that I really want to tap into um, in 2020. 
Okay. Uh, so question 13, this is section, second section, but the questions just keep getting numbered. So just to give you a heads up, number 10 was have you changed the most in 2019? Um, and the section two here is question 11, what are your big five goals for 2020? Um, question 12, why do you want to accomplish them? How are you going to feel when you accomplish them? What is the emotion? Okay. Um, question 13, what's the one single thing you must do, create or make happen? So this is the one thing that I was talking about. You've got five. I want you to pick one now. What is your big thing? What is your one big thing that you uh, must do in 2020 that's going to make 2020 your single best ever year yet? Okay. So this is the big one. Okay. Um, question 14 is... Um, so these are separate. So that is a, what is a one single thing you need to do, create or make happen to make it your single single best year yet. This is slightly bigger. This is what is your big goal? What What's the biggest thing that you want to achieve this year? So I just want to break those down a little bit. 13 is what's the one single thing you need to do to make 2020 your best year yet? That might be... Um, you know, and then 14 is what is your, and this is dream big. What is the, what is your biggest goal that you want to achieve? Is it like financial freedom, for example? This is how I'm differentiating these. You know, what is your, you know, how big can you dream? You know, what is your big audacious goal for 2020? Um, is it that you start your business this year? Is it that you go from six figures to seven figures? You go from five figures to six figures? You know, what is it? It doesn't need to be monetarily, obviously. Um, but think big, okay? Um, and what's your reward going to be if you accomplish this goal? Okay, I'm a huge believer in rewarding um, yourself when you do reach these goals. So give yourself a, a carrot, um, you know, a reward if you accomplish this goal. Um, and funny enough, I can't remember what my reward was, but I have achieved my goal, as I mentioned earlier. So 15, why do you want to achieve these goals? Again, what are the desired feelings or emotions with your goals? What do you want to feel? Um, and again, as I say, maybe it's a case of closing your eyes and visualizing having already achieved these, um, you know, different emotions. So feeling of, you know, success, of significance, of impact, um, of achievement, of accomplishment, relief. Um, I know I felt that with, you know, financial goals, um, taking a load off your shoulders and, you know, a lot of worry. Um, just feeling of being happy, um, being admired, feeling significant, being at peace, um, feeling loved, um, you know, a whole load of different feelings and emotions that you, you could put down. So section three, what's your theme for 2020? Okay, so question 16, which comes under section three is what is your theme for 2020? This could be one word. It could be just a few words. Um, I need to look at what mine was for last year and think about what I'm going to do for, for this year. Um, I think I'm basing it around that whole idea now of having started this um, podcast agency with the idea of giving everybody 
um, helping everybody find their own voice, I think that's far more powerful than going, I want to create a podcast for everybody or I want to create a podcast for a million people. Um, I think it's helping X amount of people find their voice because that's the, the biggest thing that I've been getting from the workshops that I've been doing. Uh, and it's interesting is that up to 80% of the people on um, my courses um, podcast course and also um, the workshops that I've done have been female and a lot of the conversations we've had have been around that imposter syndrome um, that a lot of the uh, students have, have felt and how having a podcast has given them a voice to express themselves um, and that's such such a powerful thing. And I, I get it. I do hide behind audio, but I think it's a great step. You know, if you're not one of these people like me who feels the urge to put their face in front of everything and photograph and video it. And yes, I do do it as well, but I force myself to do it and I don't do it often enough. Um, but I think audio is a great way to start to find your voice and have an opinion on different things and share that with, with other people. So mine's going to be based something around that. Have a think about what yours is going to be. So question 16 is what is your theme for 2020? Um, I'm going to break this down into a few subsections. So point A is why is that your theme, which I think I've just explained for myself. B is what do you need to do to create that? Okay, so what areas of your life need the most change and why do they need the most change? So what's stopping you from um, achieving that? Okay, and what do you need to, um, what solutions can you provide to those problems? Yes, yeah, so if you look at, you know, what's stopping you achieving that becoming your theme for the year, uh, what solutions do you then need to overcome those problems? Okay, uh, and what areas of your life are, they, are those in? Are they financial? Um, are they personal? Are they business? Um, is it your support network that you need help with? Okay, uh, letter C, so what's in your way? Um, just said that, haven't I? What's in your way or could prevent you from achieving this? So what are the barriers, okay, from that are stopping you from achieving this as the theme for your year? And D is what needs to go. You know, what is holding you back or do you need to let go of that would help you live 2020 with this theme, okay? That's a really powerful one as well. What needs to go? What's not serving you? What can you get rid of in your life? Okay. Section four is life. So question 17 is what is your big five goals for life? These are five things you must accomplish in your lifetime. So that's, we're getting bigger here, um, thinking bigger, dreaming bigger. So we've just done 2020. I want you to think bigger than that. What, what's your big five for life, okay? So list them out, five things that you m simply must accomplish in your lifetime. Um, and they could be financial, they could be personal. Um, I'm thinking personally, uh, like travel is a big thing for me as well, you know, visiting so many countries and uh, different cultures um, is a big one for me, travel is a big one. Um, and there are, you know, financial goals in there for me as well, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, having my ski chalet in the mountains has to be accomplished and will be accomplished in the next 12 months. There you go, I'm putting that out there. Um, after defining your big five for life, 
please answer the following question, okay? 18, why do you want to accomplish these in your lifetime? So why are these important to you? Okay, why do you want to accomplish them? There has to be reasons for that. Um, me, my favorite thing in the world is snowboarding. It's quite simple, so I'm just going to answer one of those. Um, why do I want to accomplish that? Um, because that is my dream lifestyle, to have a ski chalet in the mountains, to give my children the opportunity um, to ski, snowboard whenever they want, which I never had. Um, that is huge for me. Just the joy that I get from doing that is out of this world. Question 19, what is your purpose in life? We're getting deep here. I did say that at the beginning, guys. <laughs> this can be one word. It could be a couple of sentences. What are you here for? Have you even thought of this question before? Possibly not. I don't think I did. When I did this for the first time, I you know, didn't know what my purpose was in life. Um, I now know it's based around this, which um, you know, the last four or five years has been helping people um, start a business, um, extension of that now is without a doubt helping people find their voice by helping them start their own podcast um, just kind of breaking that down in my own mind a little bit more but it's definitely based around helping other people um, in a couple of different ways obviously but um, I think I've niched down I've gone from helping people in general to helping people start a business to helping people find their voice um, so that's definitely up there for me, you know, so something for you to think about. And again, you know, these are the kind of things that I think you, you put something down now and you come back and it's permeating in your subconscious over the next couple of weeks. And, and this may change. You might get a bit more definition, a bit more clarity around this. OK, so section five, this is getting personal. Um, some deeper live questions for 2020. And these, these are quick questions to excite you, to get your spirit going and identifying um, what's at your very core, what, what makes you happy, um, and how you can help other people. So don't spend as much time on these ones. Put down the first things that, that come to mind. And again, you can come back and massage these answers. So question 20 is what are your top five talents, top five strengths as a person? What gifts um, have you got? Um, OK, so write those down. Uh, question 21, what are your top five core values? And these are the non-negotiables in your life. Um, might be helpful to Google values. Um, this is one of the ones that I first time I did this, I had to have a real think about. Um, question 22, I love this one. What makes your heart and soul sing on a regular basis? What do you love to do? Okay, for me, that, you know, snowboarding, that listening to music, um, is that meeting friends, is that going for walks with my family in the new forest? You know, what makes your heart and soul sing on a regular basis? What do you love to do? Because we'll go further with this is, you know, what you need to think about, are you doing these things? If you love to do these things, um, are you doing them right now? If you're not, something needs to change. And that's something I really identified over the last year. My favourite thing that I do that I love to do is, is snowboarding. I don't do it as often enough. So that's why things are changing. It's the first thing that I'm addressing this year now that I've achieved. What I've achieved this year um, is snowboarding holiday. That is my reward. Just come to me. So 
first opportunity, I'm there. So, you know, you need to identify this. You know, lots of things like that that I'm not doing that, you know, I love, but makes my heart and soul sing that I'm not doing. So that's all going to change this year. And I suggest you, you make it the same for you. Question 23. What motivates and drives you every day? That's an interesting one. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Question 24. Uh, what five great, what five roles are you great at and you most enjoy? Okay, so what roles is it? Is that as a father? Is that as a as a business leader? Is that as a networker? Is that as a husband, boyfriend, girlfriend? I'm just throwing these out there. What titles even are you great at that you most enjoy? Okay. And 25 is write a short paragraph that describes your life at this point in time. Um and it may not be congruent with, with what you love doing, but just write down how you feel your life is right now, okay? Um, this could be positive or negative, obviously. Um, it really can. You know, are you at peace? Are you happy? Um, are you not happy? Uh, not 100% happy anyway. Okay, so... Question B, so a little subsection is B, how do you want that to change in the near future, if at all? If you're completely 100% happy, completely at peace, then maybe you don't want anything to change in the near future. But, you know, if after describing what your life is like at this point, address how do you want that to change in the near future? 26, is there anything you need to stop doing? We touched on this before. You probably don't love doing these things. You probably aren't great at them. Or these are current practices that are just robbing you of your time. They're energy vampires. They're time vampires. They're efficiency vampires. There's vampires everywhere. And profitability. So these are things that you need to eliminate. You must eliminate from your life as they are not serving you. Write them all down. Question 27 is, what is one thing or habit you must eliminate from your life because it's holding you back from reaching your full potential? Mm, that's you I'm talking to. Uh, one thing, okay? And it could be a habit like smoking, you know, that is holding you back from reaching your full potential with your health. Um, could be a million different things. Could It could be real procrastination with regards to... Um, starting that business, starting that podcast, that vlog, that blog, whatever, it, you know, million different things here. But what is it? Question 28, what is one thing or habit you can start doing to help you achieve what you want? What's one good thing or habit you can start doing? So, you know, is that exercise? Is that nutrition related? Is that personally to make your relationships better? Um, is that business-wise getting up earlier in the morning? Um, reviewing and planning your day. Question 29, what's one decision you would make if you knew it would not fail? That's another massive one, isn't it? Especially thinking about 2020. What's one thing, one decision you could make if you knew it would not fail? Mine was starting a podcast agency, funnily enough. And I wish I'd done it a year earlier. Huh. So 
if you knew it would not fail, what leap would you make? What decision would you do? Is it, you know, one of those ones that you've been in the job for so long and you just never had that courage or, you know, you're, you're worried about, you know, where the next money's going to come from to cover the bills. I know that, I get it, I've been there 100%, believe you me. If you knew it couldn't fail, question 30, what's holding you back from making that decision? So what, um, what's in between those ears? What's in your brain? What's psychologically holding you back from making that decision? Because um, there's a bunch of things there that's holding you back. The fear of dot, dot, dot. What is it? Write it down, okay? Identify it, call it out. 30, 31, question 31. What impossible thing are you believing and planning for? I think mine was being financially free and that is literally just about to be achieved as well on the dawn of all set up to happen um, 100% literally will be there and that's something I thought was never possible and it is anything's possible remember question 32 now this is an interesting one are you running from something or are you running to something and what are you running to or from now when I answered this before a few years ago the last few years and the more I've Gone back to the question, readdressed it. I've definitely been running from something. Um, and now, 100%, the shift that I've that has happened this year, I am now 100% running to something. And it's knowing then what you're running to or from, identifying it, calling it out. Okay. Get a theme here, the visualization, the, the writing it down. This is how you make things happen. 33, is there one book that you really want or need to read in 2020? I've got a gazillion, but um, I need to identify one. Not there yet, but I will. Question 34, your living environment. Okay, so are you living where you want to live? If not, where do you want to live? What kind of house do you want? Um, do you want a big house, a small house, an apartment, a flat, flat on the beach, um, or ski lodge in the mountains? Um, so paint a picture of your ideal living situation. You know, if you're happy or content with your current situation, is there anything you could do to improve your current environment within your home? So mine has always been, I am happy where I live. I love where I live in Poole and Dorset. I've a lovely house down a lane with big garden. Um, definitely need a little bit more room. So workshop being converted into um, multi-purpose space like summer house, stroke office, stroke studio, etc. Um, but for me, it's, it is second home, ski chalet in the mountains. Um, that is my ideal living situation and being able to, to have both. Um, question 35, how many holidays do you want to take in 2020? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to travel? 
and who do you want to travel with and when are you going to do it? Okay, I love this part. I love this question. Listing them all out. Um, so for me, it's like February half term, going snowboarding, taking the family, um, Easter, April. Um, it's going to, I haven't nailed that one down yet, but um, <laughs> skiing again is pretty high on the list. Um, May, that's a short one, like a week. That's like visit my best friend in Dubai, I think, take the family for a week. Then it's summer, that's go to Canada, Canada where I used to, where I grew up, um, where I spent all my holidays um, in the lakes uh, with a log cabin, canoeing, kayaking, um, all that kind of thing. And for the first time, take my kids and wife to experience that. Um, and then it's um, October and that is probably Dubai to go visit best friends, godson, family. Um, yeah, so write them all down. I've got a bunch of others to fit in there as well. But I love that question. I could spend hours on just that one question alone. Um, here's one. How many days? Question 36. How many days do you want to work a week? Do you want to work seven? Like you're currently working? Six, possibly? Um, you know, lots of stuff out at the moment about working less, um, four-day working week, that kind of thing. You know, how many do you want to work a week ideally and for how long do you want to work when you do work? So is it a four-day working week and you want to do, uh, I don't know, four or five hours a day? What does it look like, okay? Question 37, what time do you want to go to bed and wake up each day? And I need to tweak this. Um, fine getting up at six. I struggle to get up any earlier. I was doing this, um, I was getting up at five um, and getting a lot done, um, but family discussion, it wasn't working um, for my wife, so, you know, it's compromise. Uh, I was waking her up, and I was also getting to about three in the afternoon, and I was smoked by then, so I've tweaked it. I get up at six, I just need to go to bed a little earlier. I need to, I like to be in bed before 10. Okay, and to get my eight hours in. Because I had my DNA tested, as you may know, for those regular listeners to the show, and it said I needed um, at least six to eight hours, and ideally nine plus. Nine plus! Um, which it did say I can get in at the weekend. So I will. So, question 38. When are your peak product productivity cycles? So what times of the day do you operate at your absolute best? Okay. So do you know this even? If not, then monitor it. Okay. So I, I did that. I used to be a night owl when I was a student many years ago. I'm now definitely a morning person. I get more uh, accomplished during the morning than I do um, in the afternoon. Question 39 is, what did your ideal day look like? So, so this is an awesome question um, that you want to spend time on uh, mapping out, you know, what are you doing? Who are you spending time with? How much of that is spent working? Um, what are you specifically working on? So paint the ideal day and fill in what times you are doing what specifically. So literally start with, I get up at six and I do this. I kind of map mine around eating because I like eating, um, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Uh, that's how I, I map my ideal day 
and yes, it involved snowboarding. Um, and it involved lots of my favorite foods and drinks. So uh, this is a great exercise because you want to create your ideal life, okay? This is what this exercise is, if you haven't got it already, leading us towards, okay? Um, and if you can write it down, if you can set it as a goal, if you can visualize it, it is achievable, okay? We just have to break it down then on the steps needed to get there. So paint the ideal day for you. Okay, question 40, what is your when life works list? So what are the best practices you were doing? So think back to when life seemed to be working the best for you, uh, when your business was working the best, and try and think of the best practices you were employing when things were working really well. Because often, often we've gotten out of the habit of certain things I have since I finished 75 hard. We've gotten into some bad old habits. So mine's like gone back to uh, eating sweets and uh, chocolates and things like that and crisps where I did zero sugar, things like that when I was super disciplined. So, um, and I was achieving all those goals that I mentioned earlier. So identify. So question 41, what are a few inspirational quotes that you will live your life by in 2020 and write them down? You know, do a Google search again if you're not sure, um, but I'm sure everybody out there has an idea of some of the quotes, some of their favorite quotes that they want to live their life by. It's good to write them down and keep them in one place. Here's a big powerful one. Would the girl or boy that you were be proud of the woman or man that you are today. That's a big one, isn't it? Why? Why would they be proud? Okay, that's a massive one. Um, hopefully the answer is yes. If not, what can we do to change that? Okay, so leading on to that, funnily enough, question 43. What are three ways that you can be a better um wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, if that's applicable, okay? Um, 43, what are three ways you can be a better parent if that's applicable? Um, so for me, that's things like um, putting my phone down at a certain time when I come in the house and being present in that moment with my kids, with my wife, with my friends if they're around, with my family. that That's like a really big one for me to get better at. Um, okay, question 45. What would they say about me? Okay, <laughs> this is an interesting one, isn't it? Um, so 45A, what are three words, relatively quick exercise that you can come back to, what are three words that your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend would say about you, if applicable? B is what are three words your children would say about you. Question C is what are three words your parents would say about you. D is what are three words your co-workers or colleagues would say about you. And E are what are three words your clients or customers would say about you. And are all of these words congruent? Okay. That's interesting. Are they very, very similar? So do that quickly and then come back to it at another time. Question 46 is, 
List the top five people in your inner circle, personal and or professional. Just having a drink. I'm halfway through, okay? So I know this has been going on for a while, guys. This is, I'm hoping that you are pausing. It's like a 90 minute um, exercise for me just to talk about this with you. Um, hopefully you're writing some stuff down, you're pausing it and writing stuff down. If not, you'll come back to this um, and do it. And like I said, if you want the hard copy, I did this last year, had a bunch of requests for that, which I'll email out. Then email in, alexascrutchesdoit.org. Um, so list out the top five people in your inner circle and answer these sub-questions. A, how often do you talk or actually connect with them? There's people in your inner circle. How often do you want to talk or connect with them? And mine has definitely changed. Changes all the time, I think. Um, it's changed over the last year. Um, what can you do to foster an even deeper connection with them? What would they say are the three best things about you? What would be the one piece of advice they would all tell you? That's powerful, isn't it? And is there anything they would all tell you to stop doing? Mm. 47, what or who do you take for granted in life? And list that out. And it's not meant to be a negative. It's simply meant for you to remember who or what is in your life that is important, that needs awareness around, be present around, dedicate time to. Um, question 48 is connecting with the right people. Your network is your net worth. 100% believe that. So who did you connect with over the last year, 2019, that made a difference in your life? Mine's going to be a big list. B, question 48 is who do you want to connect with? in 2020 that can add value and meaning to your life, personal or professional. So maybe you know this person now and want to connect with them deeper, or perhaps you don't know them yet, but you would like to meet them and invest time with them. Um, who do you want to connect with in 2020? And you can go crazy with this. You know, if someone had told me a couple of years ago that I would have spent regular time with, um, people who'd been on, you know, people who are well-respected that have been on Dragon's Den, on The Apprentice, um, really super um, well-known and respected people in their fields throughout the world, I would have laughed my head off at you. Um, but it has all come to pass. Um Met my first Lord this year. Got another one down as well to meet. You know, hilarious, you know. Um, but, you know, who do you want to meet? Who can help you? Who do you connect with? And for me, you know, this has all come to pass this year that I have then um, taken on a new role, which I will be talking about very soon, simply because of my network that people <clears throat> saw the value of that, placed a figure on that, approached me with it. Um, so that has served me incredibly well. And I only really started working on my network two years ago. I reckon two years ago. Um, 
Yeah. Four years ago, I only actually started doing anything about it. It's only two years ago that I actually, you know, made this a plan. So get going now is my advice, no matter what stage of life you're in. So section six, we are motoring along, guys, okay? We are halfway there, so stay with me. This is business, financial, money. So question 49, what mode of business are you currently in? Are you in survival mode? You in stability? You in success? You in significance, okay? So I've definitely been in survival mode. Um, I've come out of stability mode. I'm definitely in success mode. I think, I don't want to sound big-headed about this at all because that's not remotely what I'm trying to imply, but I, I definitely feel that the conversations I've had over the last three or four months, um, specifically based around what I'm doing now in podcasting, is that it's definitely got to that kind of significant stage that I feel that I'm having an impact and, make, and being significant in other people's lives, making a significant difference, helping people um, by what I provide. So that's what I'm talking about here. Question 50, what are several of the top initiatives that you want to make happen with your business in 2020 to help you get to the next level? Okay. So what are some of your plans that you want to make happen to take you to that next level? And for me, it's all about now scaling up, building my team to help me get to that next level because I can't do it on my own. Um, 51 is how much money do you want to make? And this is not a dirty word. Um, and that's, you know, a problem that you have that I do not have. Um, you know, if that's, you know, if you think that's a dirty word, then that's a problem you need to get over. Um, the more money you earn, the more people you can help. It's as simple as that. Um, so that's overall gross revenue. And then that's your take home as well. Break that down. What's the overall gross revenue you want to make? And then what profit do you want to take from that? Okay. And break this down. You know, what's your annual goal? What's your monthly goal? Be really specific. You can, you can even break that down into a daily number if you wanted to do that. Okay. You need what you need to be earning on a daily basis. Question 52. What do you think it's going to specifically take to get you to that number, okay? That could be annual, um, that could be monthly, daily. So list out, and this is you know something to come back to maybe, list out the steps, you know, this should be a process, how are you gonna get to that number? Um, so maybe think about uh, what each customer is worth to you, or what your products and services cost and how many people you need to be buying that. Uh, question 53 is, what is your current largest revenue generator? What service, product, or program um, generates the most money for you? Okay, so maybe you only have one revenue stream. Um, since I started my podcast course, I've got another one. Um, you know, I've got creating podcasts for other people as my main program, and I've got three varieties of that. Now I've got my podcast course, um, and I've also been paid to speak, which I want to do more of. Um, and I've got a few other ideas as well. So break down your top five revenue streams, if you have that many, and the percentage they represent in your business, okay? 
Christian 55, what are your current strengths in your business? What's your unique selling point? What of the things you and your team need to keep doing to be successful? I love these questions. I cannot wait to spend time answering these questions over the next couple of weeks. I cannot wait to sign off and get stuck into this. Telling you, pumped. Um, you know, what differentiates you from Joe, Joe Blogs, okay? And I know for me, there's nobody out there who can help people find their voice who also has a number one ranked podcast. So for me as a podcast agency, my USP is the fact that I've got a number one ranked podcast and I can help anyone else do the same. All these other agencies out there are just agencies. Most of them don't even have their own podcast, which amazes me, but it's true, or they, you know, um, have a bricks and mortar business. Um, yeah, it's insane. So that for me is my biggest differentiator. 56 is what are your current weaknesses in your business that you need to change in 2020 if you're going to increase the revenue generated and your net annual profit? So maybe these are weaknesses now, but they don't have to be. These are things that you know you need to do to innovate or change. And this could be service related, i.e. customer service, technology, workspace, etc. Um, you know, what weaknesses are there that you need to change, okay, if you're going to reach those goals that you've just set. 57, how specifically are you going to implement these changes and when? So be specific, you know. Um, again, what steps do you need to make? Write these down and put a date on them, okay? This is all about planning. 58, are there any specific technologies or innovations that you should use in 2020 that will help you improve your business, okay? Um, maybe other people are using them, you've heard about them, um, and it would help you to have these as well that would improve your business. You can do some research on this. You can ask people what technology or innovations they've used recently that has helped them. Um, for me, it's having a podcast, funnily enough. Um, what I'm recommending to other people, you know, a technology, an innovation could be having a podcast to tell your story through the power of podcasting, through audio. So 59 is what specific threats do you face in your business? So is that competitors um, replicating, trying to replicate what you do? Uh, you know, are you, are you in an upward curve in the industry that you're in or is your industry... Um, facing threats. Okay, so 60 is who is your biggest competition in your area? List them out. Um, I can only find a small number of podcast agencies. There's just other agencies going, oh yeah, we do podcasts as well, when people approach them. But, um, and there's a whole load in the US, but for me in the UK, I do not see a huge amount of competition, I have to say. That's what I think, I'm in a great, position at the moment. And yes, there will be competitors. And yes, I've already seen competitors out there trying to replicate what I do, but they don't have my USP. So 61, what can you do to make sure that your business comes first of mind to those in your area who are desiring your services? So this is a good one. So people, most people when they hear about you aren't ready to buy from you right now. But what kind of things you 
can you do that when they are ready to make that buying decision, you're the first person that they think of? Um, and for me, a great one is, oh, sorry to bang on about it, but is having a podcast and talking about, you know, having a regular show my twice a week now. Um, so people are always hearing um, my story, um, helping me showcase what I do so that, um, and I'm always posting about this on social so that I'm always at the forefront of their mind. So question 62, if you generated the amount of revenue you desired annually, what would you do with the money once you created it? Okay, is that pay off debts? Is that buy the house of your dreams? Um, is that invest in more programs, products? Is that donate money away, create a foundation, create a charity? Um, for me, it's a bunch of those things. It's, 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 it's you know, I've got my dream house, my ski chalet in my mind. I want to pay off debts. I want to give my wife the option to stop what she's doing um, and not have to work anymore. Um, that's a big one. That's been my number one goal. Um, and that is now on the table. Um, and I'm going to be using a lot of the money that I'm making to create to create more programs and products. So for example, those of people who are on my podcast course, once you finish the course, is what do I do now? I create my pocket. Where do I go for help? Where do I, where do I go for ongoing help? How do I know to continue to improve my podcast, to um, grow my community, to increase my services and products? So that's something that is uh, I'm working on. So I'm reinvesting the money that I'm making. 63, if there are three to five specific must-dos that you had to do in order to earn that money and create the lifestyle you want, what are those three to five things? So what specific action steps do you need to take in order to create and achieve this goal? And when are you gonna take them? This is the important thing. Put down dates of action completion, okay? So next section, section seven is marketing, okay? Quick drink. So question 64, break down or write down what are your three to five most successful forms of marketing that you used in 2019? What methods, strategies did you use? Um, was that word of mouth, referrals? Is that a Facebook campaign? Was that paid ads? Was that um, weekly podcast? Was that a monthly email newsletter? Um, what were they? Question 65 is why were they successful, okay? So you might not have even done this. Review, why were they successful, okay? 66, what was not a successful strategy for you in the last year? Um, could this have been a major um, time vampire, energy vampire, financial vampires, vampires everywhere again, um, and you would not want to do this again, okay? I've done this before, um, you know, paid ads, um, 67, so this is important. Who is your ideal client avatar? This person is um, a person that you want to attract and serve in your business, okay? Um, and I know mine has changed again now, um, you know, with the, with the business that I have. I've got two, definitely. It's, um, you know, it, it's entrepreneurs um, who are looking to tell their story through the medium of audio, and it's also brands 
um, that want to tell the story. And I can get you know far more specific about that, but I'm aware that time. Um, this is a lengthy podcast, and I don't want to take up as much more of your time than I need to do. Um, Sixty-eight. How can you do a better job marketing to this avatar? Okay, uh, where are they currently? So where are they spending their time? Where are they spending their money? Where's their energy directed? Those are the kind of things you need to speak about, to uh, to think about so that you can then um, make a play for that. So you can spend your time there so that they spend their money on you and their energy on you instead. So breaking this down a little bit, social media. We love it, don't we? (sighs) What social media platforms are you currently using? List them out. And how many followers do you have on each platform that you you use? So uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, your podcasts, your blog, etc. Okay. Question 70. How many do you want to have by the end of 2020? Don't get too hung up on this. I just find it a useful marketing exercise. Gives you a target, um, gives you an ROI for your efforts. And question 71 is, what are you doing well right now on social media? Okay, so what are you doing well? What's worked well? Have a review of that. Look back over the last, the last year might be quite big if you've been posting every day multiple times, but just look back at the last month maybe. Um, Look back at some highlights. Question 72, are you using Facebook ads for your campaigns? If so, how much do you spend on average per campaign or how much do you spend per month total on Facebook ads and what return on investment are you getting from that? I've got a meeting next week with regards to Facebook ad strategy which I'm going to dive into again in 2020. Um, Question 73, Facebook Live. Okay, Are you currently using Facebook Live? If so, what is the average reach and views of your broadcasts? What's the average length of time a viewer is on your broadcast? Um, what are you doing well? What could you do better? Um, I was doing these more when I had the regular events and I haven't for a while and it's definitely going to be part of my strategy in 2020 because it works. So entering the last quarter, guys, you'll be pleased to hear. Thank you for hanging in. This will change your life doing this exercise. So 74, how specifically can you improve your social media presence and strategy? So how can you do a better job leveraging, using and delivering messages this year? Okay, so break that down. Review what you've done. Review who you like. Okay, who you follow. What do they do well? What can you take and implement yourself? 75 is, what do you ultimately want to get out of using social media? And which platforms can you commit to using in 2020 that will enhance your brand, grow your community, grow your results, and ultimately your return on the investment you're making? Um, quite, a, quite a big one to dive into, obviously, again. Um, for me, it's, it's all about LinkedIn and, and Instagram. Um, obviously, podcast, I kind of include that in social media, to be honest with you, but I, I do take the podcast and then disseminate it onto social media. 76, how much time do you want to commit to per day 
in engaging and in using social media because it's easy to get go down a, a rabbit hole with social media, isn't it? Um, and you know, personally, um, I take a lot from what Gary Vaynerchuk says, but equally, um, I, I, so a lot of the stuff that he says, I just don't think is achievable. Um, you know, posting four times a day, just posting, 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 posting content. Um, I prefer Brendan Kane, who I had on this show, um, who says, you know, it's about quality, uh, not quantity, and it's better to post one thing that has you've thought about and planned that has a higher chance of reaching more people and going viral than posting four times a day and reaching a couple of people. Um, I get what Gary V's doing. You know, believe you me, I've you know, read all of his books multiple times and still do, but I don't subscribe to that. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Um, okay, 77 is what will your social media strategy be in 2020 to help you bolster your number of likes? Um, followers, the engagement, and, and ultimately the results. And be specific about what you can do to improve um, on on maybe one or, or maybe two platforms. And as Brendan Kane says, you know, pick one platform, pick one strategy, get good at it before moving on to the next one. Okay, and your overall marketing plan now, question 78, and this includes social media, is what's going to be your top marketing strategies in 2020, list them out. Um, put timeframes around some of them, at least I think for the first month, the first quarter of the year, and develop a plan, be specific. So this could include any of the following, um, email campaign, campaigns, social media, um, podcast, blog, vlog, um, newsletter, email campaigns, live events, um, referral marketing, whole bunch of stuff there. Question 79, how much time can you and will you allocate in marketing each week? And that inc includes social media. Um, it's helpful to put a number on this. Question 80, if there are five things you want to improve with your marketing in 2020, what are they? That's, that's, um, that's a good one. And that, I definitely think you need to spend the time reviewing your marketing over the last year and seeing what you can do to it to improve it. Okay, leadership is section eight. Last 20 questions coming up. Just going to have a quick drink. So, 81 is what do you feel are the top five traits of a great leader? Which ones of those do you possess is question 82. And which leadership traits do you feel you need to improve on the most? Question 83, what are a few... What are a few of the great things you did as a leader in 2019? Question 84, did you make any leadership mistakes over the past year that you could learn from? I definitely, definitely can. <clears throat> Question 85, what are the biggest, most important leadership initiatives you have for 2020? Do you have any? Um, you know, mine's all about growing my team. So, It'll be a lot based around leadership. Um, going to be speaking with my um, friend, Jonathan Bowman Perks from the Inspiring Leadership Podcast um, to help me with this. Uh, check out his podcast if you haven't yet. Section nine, personal health, peak performance and personal productivity. 
Love this stuff. So 86, sleep. How much sleep do you average per week currently? How much sleep do you get per night? What time do you currently go to bed? What time do you currently wake up? What time do you need to go to bed? And what time do you need to wake up? Okay, I've touched on this earlier, the results I got from my DNA test. So question 87, and I need more sleep. I need more sleep. I want more sleep. Question 87, describe your current workout routine. Okay, so your current exercise routine. And what's working well? What's not working well? Are you even exercising? Because we all need to be exercising. Um, what do you specifically need to change in order to take your physical health, your personal fitness and your, your physical performance to the next level? Um, you know, different categories you can break this down to. Um, strength, flexibility, um, speed, conditioning, all sorts of different things, how much you want to dive into this. But that's questions 87. 88 is around nutrition. What are five things that need to change in your nutrition diet in 2020? Um, and mine, I was on it when I was on 75 hard. Um, I was on, you know, zero sugar, zero caffeine, drinking five, ga five ga drinking one gallon of water a day. Um, no gluten either. So gluten-free, caffeine-free, sugar-free. I felt unstoppable. I was exercising twice a day. Boring you again, aren't I now with my 75 hard stories? Um, so are there any supplements you should be taking more consistently? I'm taking my Nourished now. Check out Nourished. Um, just launching a new podcast for them. 3D printed personalized vitamins. So I'm taking them, not taking the vegan ones, interestingly enough. Um, any supplements that you should be taking more consistently? Because when you do, you it makes you feel healthier, more energized, or your recovery is enhanced. Okay, so write those down. 89, touched on this earlier, morning routine. Is there anything you can improve with your morning routine to make sure you get your day off to a great start physically, mentally, or spiritually? And what days do you realistically want to do this? Um, how long do you want to spend doing this? So as I say, mine is an hour that I spend in the morning now, my routine. I need a little bit more, if, if, if I'm honest. Um, but uh, I do. Um, so I need to work out how to create some more time to prioritize that. Um, but it's working pretty well. How I want to change that is I want to do it on the weekends as well, which I'm not at the moment. 90, question 90, nighttime routine. So this is where I need to improve massively. Is there anything you can improve with your evening or nighttime routine to make sure that you get uh, to the end of your day on the right foot? You know, what does your nighttime routine look like? Question 91. So a bit more spiritual here. So what are three to five things you can do, do on an everyday basis to grow you closer um, to your true spirit? Okay. And this could be for you. It could be the universe. It could be God. Um, this is different from, from all of us, um, but this will help you become more aligned with, with your deeper purpose and help you live with more passion and more clarity. So what can you commit to? Three to five things on an everyday basis, okay? Mindset, question 92. How is your mental framework? How is your mindset? And what do you need to do to sharpen that, okay? Question 93 is, what limiting beliefs, thoughts, stories do you need to 
divorce from your mind because it's holding you back from where you want to go. Um, and what are you going to do to get rid of these? So identify them. What limiting beliefs? They could be financial. They could be personal, business, um, fitness, health related. List them out. What do you need to get rid of? 94. What is your biggest fear in life? And what can you do to allow it to motivate you instead of paralyze you? And this kind of maybe goes back to me talking before about those of you who uh, have always wanted to start your own business, um, are always, you know, are in a regular job, a comfortable job. Maybe, you know, you don't even like it. Something's paralyzing you from making that decision to do it. Again, I think I relate it to podcasts. Those of you who have this imposter syndrome um, and you know, don't feel that you you have a voice. Um, you know, what's paralyzing you? Um, what limiting beliefs that are stopping you, holding you back from having your own voice and having your own opinions, okay, and sharing that with the world? So 95, relationships. Okay, this is a big one, obviously. Which ones are working in your life? Which ones are not? Write them down. Then write down, what can you do to improve those relationships in your life? And those are personal and business relationships, okay? Do you actually need to get out of any relationships? Because that's an important one. You know, think about your inner circle. You are um, the, what's the phrase? I, I know this. Uh, the, the five closest people to you. You are some of those people. Um Okay, so question 96. So your primary relationship is generally the one you have with your significant other. Your primary relationship is your emotional home and needs to be the place where you can be yourself and reveal yourself. So is your primary relationship working well? Is it your top priority at the moment? Yes or no? Write that down. If no, does your significant other know that? And this comes in a lot, I know, with business leaders, with entrepreneurs, where often the business has a habit of coming first. So you need to identify this and call it out when you see it. You know, do you want your primary relationship to be your top priority in your life? What can you do to improve the quality of this relationship? I know I can work on this and I shall be doing so. Um, Question 97, think about you looking, feeling, and being your best. What do you need to do to give yourself the best opportunity to look, feel, and perform at your best self? Okay, that's a great question. And I think, again, for me, that goes back a bit to imagining your perfect life. Um, what does your perfect day look like? And kind of thinking of those emotions, picturing you living that, going through your perfect day. And um, to what I do every quarter, I try and create my perfect day. So that could be like a start the day off where by um, going for a paddleboard, I'll then go for breakfast. Um, I'll then go for lunch at Limewood, my favorite hotel, um, you know, things like that. So I thoroughly advise you do that as well, because if you do that regularly enough, it will become a reality. Section 10, finishing up here, guys, okay? Um, so thank you for bearing with me. 
Um, this will help you hugely in the next year. I know we've been going for nearly 90 minutes now. I did say it was going to be a long one and I do fully expect you to come back uh, and review this and write down your answers. So um, section 10, question 98. What are your top three to five the sky's the limit ideas. What ideas have you got? Some ideas that you can just put down where the sky is the limit, okay? Think as big as big can be and put those ideas down, okay? Um, question 99, put down some vivid descriptions for 2020. Choose your top three, four, five, up to 10 things that you must get done in 2020. And these can be from your big five list, from these shoot for the moon, sky's the limit ideas that we just had, or any other things that you've identified in this annual roadmap, okay? But identify what must get done and describe how you're gonna make it happen. Put some meat on the bones here, put some details in, put some dates that they're gonna happen, um, logistics for each of those answers. So quite a detailed question, but essential, essential. 100, we're nearly there, legacy. Okay, so this, if this was to be the last year of your life, okay, what is the one thing you must do this year? What one thing must you accomplish this year? Big questions, guys. Um, underneath that, so this is like the rocking chair chest, the rocking chair test, those of you who listen to my podcast with Jamal Easel. Um, imagine it's the last day of 2020 and you're on your deathbed. Sunny thought, happy thought, I know. Uh, imagine you feel at peace with the world and you're ready to pass on. You're surrounded by your family and your friends. Your legacy is cemented. You feel as though you've accomplished or completed what you came here to do in this life. What do you consider to have been your most important accomplishments and contributions? What has your life been about? What have you left behind? How have you left the world a better place? And you can start this statement with something like, I am so happy and grateful now that... Dun, 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 dun. So, you know, take a break from this one, maybe put on some music, um, take at least 15 minutes on this and just write from your heart, reflecting back. And I think it's with the mindset and the emotions that you've achieved these. Uh, tombstone statement. I remember Joe Sheehy doing this at one of the workshops we had. So write one sentence or a couple of words that will appear on your tombstone that you'll be remembered by. So it might sound a bit morbid, but look, it's setting you up for your best year yet. So uh, this is a cool exercise, uh, and this one you need to stop and go and check out a website. So the website is called, um, so it's called nobrowndays.com, and it's a color-coded calendar for the next year. Okay, I do this every year. I break it down uh, into quarters as well. So um, it gives you, you break your, you're basically, you're breaking everything down into four colors. It's all color coordinated. So um, 
Blue is like blue sky planning, which is what we're doing now. Um, the red is the red tape, the admin kind of stuff that you need to get done in your business and your life. Green is the green machine. That's how you make your money. And yellow is your mellow yellow. Um, okay. So it's a really cool thing to do. It's color-coded calendar from a guy called Wayne Cotton. So you can Google him, Wayne Cotton, No Brown Days, but it's nobrowndays.com and you can download a sample roadmap um, and then a blank one for you to fill out yourselves. And I color code my um, year and then I break it down into quarters and then I try and revisit that every quarter. Excuse me. I know this is a long podcast, but I need to get it out there for you. Um, so I encourage you to do that alongside this roadmap. So question 102. So three in 30 and 10 forms of wealth. So complete a three in 30 for January 2020. And that is three goals for the next 30 days in 10 different areas of your life that we've covered on this to get your year started strong. Now, I'm going to put a caveat on that. I, I tried this and it was too much for me to cope with. So I now just do one in 30. So 10 areas of my life that we've just gone through, but one specific goal for each of those for January that I need to do. So I'll list those 10 out for you. Number one is your spiritual or your inner life. Number two is your physical health and well-being. Number three is your mindset. Number four is your family. Number five is your career. Number six is financial. Number seven is your circle of genius or your social circle. Number eight is adventure. Number nine is love. And number 10 is impact. Okay, so 10 forms of wealth wheel. You can Google that to find more information. Um, an adventure is like, you know, for me, it's like travel, doing things that you haven't done before. Okay, we're nearly there. 103, take a picture of yourself, okay, on December the 31st or January the 1st, and then take it again at the end of 2020. And there's a two-part question for you here. Part one, how do you feel now after you've taken the picture? How are your energy levels? How are your stress levels? Are you happy with the way you appear? Are you happy with the way you feel? How do you think you look on a scale of one to 10 with one being crap and 10 being awesome? Okay, now take a photo of yourself on your phone and store it on your phone. How do you think you look in the picture? Do you look tired? Do you look energized? Are you happy with the way you appear? So does this picture now represent how you want to look and feel at the beginning of the year? What do you need to continue doing or change doing to look and feel the way that you want? Um, and after you've taken this picture, feel free to write anything additional down about how you look and feel now um, and then be ready to compare it in 12 months this time next year and feel free to add any other additional comments. Okay, last two questions, guys. Question 104. Uh, dear Alex, so write yourself a letter. What do you need to write or share about? Whatever you else feel you want to write or share or write in regards to either yourself personally or professionally, 
And this could be something for your daily success, your annual success, or just general life success. This is your opportunity to let the pen flow, let your spirit soar, let your soul sing, let it flow. Get real, write yourself a letter, be 100% honest, open your mind, share your thoughts, your goals, your gratitudes, and let your mind just think deep and let the pen flow. Okay, so we're nearly there. Question 105, I wonder. So after you've completed your annual roadmap, I want you to get a journal and every day for 29 consecutive days, write down I wonder at the top of a journal and then spend 10, 15 minutes writing down whatever comes to mind. Some days it will be really powerful. Some days it'll be a struggle. But I want you to be real with yourself and just write down whatever comes to mind for you, okay? Um, and then ref reflect back on that a month later. So boom, if you made it to the end, I salute you. You will achieve a huge amount in 2020. If you've, if you've listened to this episode, which I know is an hour and a half, and you've then spent the time over the next couple of weeks going back over this, filling it out, massaging your answers, letting your subconscious permeate your thoughts, and then going back and checking your answers, adding, subtracting, um, you will have the most successful year yet because that's what I'm setting you up for. I've just had the most successful year yet. Um, I'm going to kickstart it again with 75 hard. I'm committing to that. Um, if you want to know more about 75 hard, then simply find the episode that I talk about 75 hard on my podcast. I haven't got that number to hand, but that is a very simple challenge for you. Um, number of people followed me and did it last time. It comes from a guy called Andy Frizzella from podcast called the MF CEO Project. I listened to it, resonated with me, and I actioned it. And it brought me the most success I've ever had in my life um, after doing those 75 days. My one regret is that I didn't continue it. Um, plan was to take a couple of weeks off and then implement phase one, because there's then a phase one, phase two, phase three, and I didn't. So learnings for me, I want to get back to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much. Um, if you'd like a hard copy, like I say, email alex at screwitjustdoit.org and we'll get those to you. Otherwise, just listen back to this, write it down on your own pad paper and spend the time, put the work in. You know, take a break over Christmas and New Year and however hard that might be, you know, financially, Business-wise, personally, um, spend some time each day writing your answers to this. And I guarantee, you know, those who set goals, those who plan, um, are those who achieve the most in life. Thank you for listening. I hope 2020 is your most successful year yet. 
If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask is that you tell somebody else about it. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social tagging me in the screw it, just do it hashtag. But if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook, plus at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. Alongside the Screw It, Just Do It Facebook page, this houses the Screw It, Just Do It community and has the most up-to-date information on all things Screw It, Just Do It, including all of our live events. I love hearing from you if you either message me on LinkedIn or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org. I promise to reply. Just give me a little time.